I am back. Sorry I took a while. Uh, everybody probably thought the black helicopters finally got to me. But they didn't. I'm good. i just been taking care of stuff. Um, so today we're going to talk about Elon Musk again. This is going to be the part two. Because in part one I was talking about uh, mainly his dad and... Uh, well, see, this is the fucked up part. This is what, what kind of actually kind of bit me in the ass. Because I released that first episode of the Elon Musk expose. And it's all about his wife Grimes. And guess what happens two weeks later? They break up. And so now the podcast kind of do, it doesn't have the same. <laughs> it doesn't have the same weight anymore. But think about this. Is it possible? Did that remind you all of ancient aliens? Is it possible that Elon Musk heard my podcast and then realized that Grimes was a piece of shit and then he broke up with her? He broke up with her because of my podcast. Look at the time. The timing is suspicious. Do I truly believe that? No. <laughs> uh, I have no idea why Elon <laughs> The fact that I even thought Elon Musk would listen to my podcast is pretty ridiculous. But it's just it sucked because I released it and then I was at work and I logged in. Uh, loaded up internet. Elon Musk and Grimes uh, separating. But what's stupid is you you read the article and they're like, well, we're separated, but we're still together. I was like, what? My first thought is they're fucking other people. That's what that means. If somebody, if, yeah, if my friend were to tell me that, uh, that's what I was like. This guy's trying to fuck somebody else. Oh my god. He just had a fucking baby too. So, I mean, that's probably the only reason they're still together because of fucking. So retarded when I have to fucking say his name. X Ash A12. Who the fuck names her kid? That should just be the point. That's it. That's the point. Who would name their kid that? That's the point of my podcast. That, and that's it. I'm done. I don't need to explain anymore. 
but I'm going to explain a little bit more. So anyways, yeah, they broke up and, uh, now my, uh, my, my first podcast episode of this, uh, series, uh, I don't, I don't know what to call it. <sighs> kind of doesn't hit the same cause they're not together anymore. Uh, well, before I get into Elon, uh, the one thing I noticed about Grimes is that she's now the host of, uh, what's the fuck is it called? Is it the voice? I don't know, people. I don't watch any of this. Like back in the day, I remember I did watch like the first season, American Idol, couple seasons of Survivor. But so anyways, this new show, I guess the whole thing is it's basically American Idol, but you don't see them. You just see like their uh, avatar. You just see like a little 3D representation, which I mean, on the surface level, you can be like, oh, well, that's cool. Because now, now they don't know what they look like. It, It's still cheesy as shit. I mean, it's pretty cheesy, but I felt they had to get Grimes because, I mean, she's like the uh, the, the prophet of a. Uh, of this like VR alien I'm the future vibe that she's trying to have so for them to well first of all I think they're putting this out just to get into everyone's mind the uh like this VR and how much cooler this VR life is They've been feeding this uh, VR thing since the age, since I was a kid, and it just it never lived up to what what the expectation was. Because you would see, I mean, go back to the eighties and check out all the fucking VR movies. One of the best being probably Lawnmower Man. Check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, interesting story. And uh, overall, it's. I think it's a pretty good move. Very cheesy. Let me put that out there. I mean, this is the 80s. No, wait. Was that the 90s? Anyways, Lawnmower Man. Check it out. Oh, and if you like electronic music, check out the uh, the video game soundtrack on YouTube. Legit. So, I'm totally off track here. So, what I was saying is, uh, basically, Grimes is like a... Emissary? What am I trying to say? Ambassador. Here we go. Ambassador for this whole VR metaverse. Like this is the future. Like they're really, they're really drilling it in now. Well, they have been is what I'm saying. But now they're really drilling it in because it's almost here. The VR is finally getting good enough to actually look kind of. Well, what's, what's crazy is like you look at those 80s VR movies and like, it took forever to get to that point. So they had it like like this was going to happen in like five, like in 1990, in five years, we're going to have. It. And what did we get in five years? It's called the virtual boy. Look it up. They said it was VR, but only because you. It was a look, this is what it was. It was a Game Boy. But like I'm talking about the OG 
the original Game Boy, but the Game Boy was like gray and green. <laughs> it wasn't even black and white. It was gray and green. But the Virtual Boy, you would put these goggles on and you would see like one layer of graphics and then another layer right behind it. And so it was 3D, but not really 3D. It was shitty. It was the shittiest 3D ever. I think it had like 12 games and it cost like, it cost so much that I didn't even dare ask my mom or my dad to buy this thing for me. Like I, I knew asking them for, I mean, who knows how much it was back then. My, my perception of money, I don't know. Shit was more cheaper, get more expensive. I feel, I don't know. I just knew you, you could also rent it at, God damn, I'm old. You could also rent it at Blockbuster, but you had to leave like a $200 deposit. My mom would have just slapped me. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's VR. Anyways, this podcast is going to be about Elon Musk. But I just had to talk about that because, I don't know, it, it's kind of funny that it happened that way. I put that out and then they broke up. Because then if they, I feel like if I had waited and they broke up, I probably wouldn't have, a, I probably would have chosen, I don't know, probably go more to the dad because the dad was such a piece of shit. In case you didn't hear the first one, he, uh, yeah, he was just a piece of shit. And I think he ended up impregnating his stepdaughter or daughter-in-law. I don't know which one it is. You know, when you, when you marry another woman and she's got kids already and say the kid was four years old when you first met her and then you end up impregnating her. Yeah, that's what he did. So anyways, and that's Elon's sister-in-law, step-sister. Um, but yeah, let's get into this motherfucker, finally. Bust this fool down right quick. Okay, so question number one has to be why Elon Musk? Why are you picking on this guy? And uh, I think, you know, I didn't really care about him, say like a year ago. But at one point, if y'all remember, in I think it was early 2021, in the middle of a quote pandemic, Elon Musk made headlines by becoming the richest person in the world. Overtaking Jeff Bezos due to his stock price or something. When he hit when he hit that rank or title, whatever you want to call it, that's kind of when I knew I was like, this guy has to be a piece of shit. Why, Jimmy? Why? Let me ask you a simple question. In order to become the, quote, richest person in the world, 
do you think you have to be A, an asshole, or B, a nice, humble guy? Who's going to make it to the very top of the top of this dog-eat-dog world? I mean, think about this. I mean, he's competing with Bezos and Bill Gates <laughs> and uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Do, the, do these people, do you think if you met them in real life that they would be genuinely like cool people that you actually want to hang out with? They're pretty chill. Or do you think they're probably weird as fuck and awkward as fuck and uh, you'd be kind of weirded out by them? <laughs> like imagine if Elon wasn't rich. And he just happened to be one of your, not even one of your friends. He just happened to be somebody you knew through work or school or something. Show up at a party. Elon's there like, you know, he's going to be talking about something stupid. <laughs> and he went, you know what? I don't want to fucking talk to this dude. I fucking ask him what's up. And he, uh. He starts talking about fucking rockets going to Mars or some shit. Come on, guy. This guy was a nerd dork. <laughs> and I'm a nerd dork myself. Not a very smart one, but still a nerd dork. But like, you know, there's something wrong with this guy. People are going to be like, oh, Jimmy, that's fucked up. He's autistic. He's got a... Asperger's, he he admitted to it. Call it whatever the fuck you want. I think he's a psychopath. I think that's what that is. Maybe both. Maybe he's got Asperger's and he's... Just, I'm not saying people with autism are psychopaths. I'm just saying he's a psychopath. <laughs> that's... All I'm pretty much saying. And so, um, yeah, so one day a, a, a friend hit me up after I, 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 made, I thought about that. And then a friend hit me up and was like, hey, are you going to get into a Dogecoin? And I was kind of like, first of all, I don't, I don't really believe in cryptos. I'm not saying you can't make money off of it. I just... The, the system of it I don't believe it because I think in the end the cryptos are actually meant to imprison us when you think about the new world order one of the plans was always going to digital money that was the plan and now 20 years later I see everyone's the big hype is over Bitcoin and digital money and even me. I was so hesitant for a while to even use Venmo But that shit comes in handy and so will the mark of the beast So point is blockchain I think I think ultimately it's a trap blockchain if you look in 
a tarot deck if you get the uh the weight you know the common weight deck look at the devil and look at how he uh how he has the humans enslaved a chain connected to a big block but the thing is the chains around the neck are actually bigger than their the human's head so they could easily take the chains off but they choose to keep it on it's it's their choice to be enslaved and that's the ultimate goal of Elon Musk because he supports every facet of this plan the digital currency part the worldwide internet that he's spreading through launching all these supposed satellites to create this 5G cloud around the earth so everyone can have decent internet and so they can see every single little thing you do after you've been captured in the net as they say uh, and then I was like well what is is he into oh shit Neuralink the the thing that's gonna attach humans to AI I was like well that seems that's part of the plan too oh and he's heading that shit up too I was like and and I watched his Joe Rogan interview and I was very unimpressed by him. Um, he says, um, more than I do. And I say it a lot. But like, this dude's supposed to be some kind of super genius. Yeah, he can, he can spout off some like big words and like some, I guess, wannabe complicated theories, but that could just totally be memorization. Which I think that's what he does. So after that, then I was like, wow, this guy really does seem like a piece of shit. Then I started looking into his SpaceX videos and realized that most of them are fake as shit. And then that's when I knew, I was like, you know what? People have to know. Because I was under the impression that he was kind of cool and different. And he was, you know, he was against, I don't against the cabal, against the, the, the cult. But he's do, he's doing all their work for them. He's like their spokesperson, and then he becomes the richest person. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah. Then I thought about it again. I was like, okay, well, obviously. Who else? This is their little front man that they're putting up to, uh, to be the ambassador of all this. Just like Ryan's being the ambassador for this VR coup over humanity. Now... Elon is, you know, Starlink, Neuralink, Tesla. You're like, oh, what's wrong with Tesla? They're good cars, but check it out. Those things are 
technically smart cars. So you don't think at some point they're going to be able to be like, uh, actually, you can't drive over here. And they just update a little thing on your Tesla and then you can't turn it on. That's what they're going to do eventually. That's that's part of the plan. So, of course, he has to be at the root of it. So before I get into the little details about Elon, let's um, let's take a look at some YouTube comments I found that just further pushed me to to realize that um, yeah, people's uh, perception of this guy is a little off. This is from a video, it's called either uh, Starbase Tour or SpaceX Tour. Some kid got an interview with Elon at his manufacturing plant, I guess. And uh, there's a few things that stuck out to me in that video, but I'm going to talk about that later. Um, these are just some of the quotes that I saw from this video. First one, the fact you got an interview with Elon out in the field is amazing. Furthermore, it really shows Elon's character, considering he's taken an hour of his insanely busy schedule. He's truly a stand-up guy. The guy we never asked for, but the guy we always needed. Intelligence through the stars! Exclamation. Yeah, he's the guy we, the guy we never asked for, but we all always needed. Of course. Another quote: the The more I watch Elon Musk, the more I am fascinated by his complexity. Left there by a female, so I, I guess I don't know. Had a feminine name. Next quote: He's so down to earth, so to speak. And that cyber truck broken glass shirt. Man, I really do, do love Elon. What a savage. Savage indeed. More than you can imagine. Next. As someone who is 57 and always in love with science, Elon makes me grateful that we have a human on this planet that is so excited and obviously majorly invested financially. In the continued existence of our human race. I love you, man. Okay, wow, this guy really actually said I love you, man, on a YouTube comment. Usually save those for when I'm super wasted and hanging out with my best friends. But uh, I guess this guy thinks of Elon as his best friend. Why, why not? Next, it makes me laugh hysterically when people say Elon Musk is a fraud. Most successful and highly intelligent fraud I've ever seen, if that is the case. You said it, my friend, not me. Next, every time I see something about this man, he inspires me a lot. Awesome personality with great passion for the work he does. 
I highly doubt that Bezos can ever even come close to the level of thinking and technicality what Elon has. He's so smart. He's so brilliant. He's just, I think he's the smartest guy on earth. Next. That was me, by the way. That wasn't a quote. Elon mentioned on Twitter that he did. <laughs> I like this one. Elon mentioned on Twitter that he didn't shower for five days prior to the interview for lack of time. The whole team being in search mode for the first orbital launch. Five days and he didn't have time for a shower. Dude, it, it only takes five minutes. If that. At least a fucking rinse off. What the fuck? That's just fucking nasty. Alright. That's just showing you. This guy's fucking nasty. Who the. F oh my god. Five days. That's bad. You know after day two. You, you're. Ugh. Anyways. Continuing. Elon is a true genius. I love his out of the box. Simplistic approach. His practicality and his honesty. Next, watching the first or second Richard man on earth walking like any other else surrounded by dust, noise, and $10 t-shirt is another fantastic thing about Elon. Being a normal guy despite his bank account. This is what I'm talking about. This is, this is the facade. This is the character that he has everyone believing that he's just a normal little fucking geek. And he, he, he made it to the top just because he was so smart and he had technical and, uh, you know, that's how you make it. That's how you really make it in this fucking world. That's how you get to the very top. Just being a, a normal guy, but just super smart. Get the fuck out of here. Next. And last one. It seems that Elon is the most important, impactful human being since Galileo. Hmm. Think about it. He's as important as Edison, Ford, huh. Bell. Hmm all rolled into a single human being and beyond that in fact this guy is just flat out incredible really this psychopath who doesn't shower for five days but maybe you don't believe me yet maybe you still think he's a uh, Super nice, normal guy who just so happens to be the richest person on earth. So, if this was a essay that you had to write in high school after your introduction, you got your three paragraphs, your three points, you got to hit them with your hardest first so this is my main point beyond anything else and that is the fact that he 
whether he's right now the richest man on earth or not, or if he's him and Bezos are switching off depending on their stock prices. Bottom line is richest people on earth. Do, do any of y'all actually think that to get to that level of wealth that you don't have to kiss some rings, uh, pay some dues? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we all know, like, you think about the other one, Bezos, like, he's... Or, or or Zuckerberg or Bill Gates. Think about these. Like, what's your opinion when you think about these people? First of all, they're all w- weird as shit. They all seem like they already have AI within. Or they could be. <laughs> this was my initial thought that maybe Elon was actually an ad- an advanced AI. <laughs> And that's why he takes a while to answer questions, like on the uh, like on the Joe Rogan podcast interview. They would ask him questions, and uh, it was like compute, compute, compute. Uh, well, Joe, blah blah blah, whatever. Then it, it sounded more like Keanu Reeves. But anyways, so to get to the top of the top. Do y'all really think it was just pure hard work and made the right business decisions? Is that what you truly believe? Or that, or are you like me to think that most likely there's probably been some corruption, some shady deals, some... Well, mainly in my opinion, you don't get up there this is just my opinion. You don't get up there unless you're chosen. And you also probably have to be bloodline. I mean, come on. The richest person on... Every country is going to have their freaking intelligence people finding every single little thing about this dude. So, I mean, we got... We would have ours. China would have theirs. Any decent country could easily look them up, keep some tabs on them. So just think about that. He's being watched like a hawk. And I don't think they would put you up there unless they had something on you. That's just me. Maybe it's my... uh, I'm too conspiratorial. But also think about this. Have you ever heard of uh, being one of the richest people on earth with billions and billions? Like, it's almost impossible to spend the money faster than you can obtain it. Like, it's in, we're talking about insane amount of money. Have you ever heard of a, a disaster, say a natural flood or something, and then uh, Elon comes and, because uh, he cares about humanity, right? 
Have you ever heard of him coming to like a flood and like donating a bunch of uh Oh wait, he actually kind of did with this cave thing. But then he had to go to court because the people actually said he didn't really do shit. Anyways, have you ever heard of him actually, um, you know, if you got billions and billions of dollars and say there's a flood somewhere, why, if you were in that position, would you not be like, you know what, let me just give a million to this fucking cause. That is free publicity. That you don't think that's going to make headline Elon Musk uh, donates one million to whatever, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard of him donating to anything besides his own companies? Not really. But then people will say, oh, he he's trying to save humanity. He's trying to spread our humanity to Mars because he believes in you. Well, why doesn't he? We're talking about crazy amounts of money. And he, if you see the way they try to portray him, he's like, oh, I don't care about money. I don't need money. It's like, but everything you do is about money. Yeah, it's nothing to you. I mean, maybe it isn't because you grew up with your super rich dad who had all these. His safe was (laughs) overloaded with emeralds. I mean, at that point, yeah, probably money isn't anything to him. But he's always had money. He comes from money. So, I mean, maybe he really deep down doesn't even care about it. But I don't think that's what really gets him off in a sense. And that's power, control. And I think his biggest thing is that he likes to make fun of everybody. He likes to poke everybody in the eye and make it super obvious that he's fucking with you. But most people think it's him just being, oh, he's a troll. He's funny. He does funny things like that. Even during serious, I guess you could say serious events and these funny things happen or like these accidents or he, you know, he said this, but it was kind of this, uh, he's making fun of everybody. That's what I honestly think he's doing. He's poking y'all in the eye and saying, y'all are stupid and y'all will believe anything. And I'm going to have y'all believe that I, took my car and I launched it into space and now it's orbiting around Mars (laughs) and you can go on YouTube and actually see live video of the car that he drove supposedly orbiting going through space orbiting That sounds ridiculous, right? But that's what he did, supposedly. 
Yeah, he's got he's got he he launched his car into into space and it's fucking orbiting and it's got a webcam on it. And you can you can watch it live and there's like a cool playlist or whatever. And guess what? Most people think it's a real. Oh my god. Somebody who <laughs> Who would troll you like this? Like, it's like when uh, psychopathic murderers ki- are stabbing you, and they're like, "I'm not stabbing you. I'm not stabbing you," and then they get off on that. Why? Because they're psychopathic killers. Am I accusing Elon of killing? No, but his dad did. Five people. Or was it three out of five? I don't remember. My point is, look, it's like, do you think the president can become the president just by being like a good politician? Do you believe that? It, to me, it's the same thing. You do not become the richest person and you also happen to be in control of all these companies just because uh, just because he was so smart. So let's go back to one of Elon's very first stunts that I heard of. Maybe he's done some before then, but this is the first one that really I heard about. I didn't even watch it, but then I recently did watch it and it was exactly what I expected. And the stunt I'm talking about is when the uh, the windows of the Cybertruck fell. Because he had been saying that this Cybertruck has like bulletproof badass glass. And during the like, I don't know if it was the initial unveiling, but when they were trying to show it off, they tested the glass. Um... And it broke, like, live, and they they were so surprised. That whole thing is fake from the start. So, you can probably just go to YouTube and look for uh, Cybertrunk Glass Fell. It's probably going to be the first one that pops up. And, uh, so... It's only like maybe a minute and a half. First thing I notice is that they're, this is how it starts. They're, it shows them dropping this heavy ball onto a piece of glass. I guess that was supposed to be the Cybertruck glass. But what's, what's funny to me is you'll notice the people doing this are all dressed like magicians. Why? That's the first thing I thought. I was like, whoa, am I about to see a a magic trick? And then I kind of realized, yeah, that is what it was. So, I mean, what is a magic trick? It's showing you something fake, say a woman being sawed in half and making you think that it's real. 
at the basis of a lot of magic, that's what it is. It's tricking your mind. Thinking something is real that is not. So to me, seeing the magicians at the beginning of that lets you know if you have the eye to see that you're about to see magic being done. You're about to see people believe in something that's not real. And then it goes to show the Cybertruck and it looks like total shit. Look at it. It looks like it's made out of either cardboard or paper mache with shitty LEDs going around it. It looks like trash. That is not even, it's not even a fucking prototype, I don't even think. I honestly think that was just a fake prop and they had no Cybertruck to unveil. And this continue on through Elon's whole thing, just showing you these facades of something that kinda looks real, but kinda really doesn't look real. But it's not, it's just... <laughs> okay, the next thing that stood out to me, there's another guy who takes this heavy ball that didn't break the Cybertruck class, picks it up and goes towards the stage and there's a crowd in front. And Elon asks him to get that heavy ball and throw it against the glass. Because supposedly it's what? It, will, it won't break, right? So when I, before he even did that, I was like, wait a second. If it were to hit that glass and bounce off, there's a chance it could go to the audience. It could go anywhere. And it could actually hurt somebody. I don't think a a company of this size is going to take the risk of hurting somebody to do this little stunt. The next thing is, do you honestly believe that they didn't test this out before they did that? Like they didn't do that in the, if this thing was real, which it isn't, they would have tried it beforehand just to see what happens. You think Elon was like, no, we'll do it live. It's going to work. We're going to do it live. And you make this whole elaborate thing where you have magicians dropping a ball to this indestructible glass. And so guess what? He throws it against the window and it breaks. And Elon, in he's a bad actor, okay? He's trying to act surprised and he's like, uh, 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 but if you know, they're just, <laughs> it's not even hard to see. It's just so fake. Cause if it, if it would have bounced off, it would have done who, who knows what they knew that this was going to happen. It was a fake accident. It, this was not like a, oh my God, it happened live and blah, blah, blah. This was a publicity stunt. That's all it really was. And you might say, oh, well, that's negative publicity. But you know what? It got you thinking about it and got you hearing about it. I mean, that's what happened with me. That's how I, it came into my mind, this guy. And then so he picks it up again and then he, 
the guy's like, should I, I should, I'll throw it on the other one, and Elon Musk, uh, okay, come on, like, if it, if this was live and it fucked up, I don't think he would have been like, try it on the next one, this was, it was just a, the whole thing felt so fake to me, is it just me, because I already had this preconception of the way, of the way I think of Elon, Maybe, but you take a look at that video and then you decide <laughs> and tell me it doesn't look just like a bad SNL skit or something. The, his reaction and the way he acts is just so fake. And then at tour, after it happens, he, he just starts like, he doesn't know, even know what to, to do and he just looks around and he just... To me, he just seemed like a puppet who was just, he's like, what do I do now, boss? And then somebody says something in his ear. Hey, uh, continue on with your speech. And the crowd's laughing. They're like, at one point, Elon doesn't even know how to react. Like, and supposedly one of the uh, audience members like screams something to him. <laughs> and he just kind of ignores it. Uh, that part might have been real, but uh, <laughs> um, this is this is what he does. Black magic. This is this could be considered black magic. Getting you to believe in something that's not real. The Cybertruck was not real, but even though that accident happened, it got everybody talking. Everybody knows what the Cybertruck is. It's become like its own meme in a, in a sense. And so it worked and I still see articles coming up about it. And then like, they keep delaying it because it, <laughs> it's not working out the way they want it to or something. And I'm just like, this thing isn't, it isn't even fucking real. I, every image of it is CGI. And that thing that they showed looked like the lunar lander. Go look at the lunar lander. It looks like shit. And so does the Cybertruck. If it was real, it'd be pretty cool though. But it's not, so that's the fucked up part. And so uh, he did that and then he's like, you know what? They believe this. Um, I'm gonna get everybody to believe that I can take them into outer space with SpaceX. Okay, so after I recorded that last little bit, I took a break and I went back and watched that video again. Cause I wanted to, I was trying to figure out what that, what the, what the guy in the audience uh, yelled. And uh, it turns out he yelled, shoot it, I guess. Cause uh, like I said, bulletproof glass. Yet it couldn't survive this little I guess it's a heavy, an iron ball or something. And I don't, it's just the more I watch it, the more you can, you can tear this thing apart. When he threw it, he threw it so lightly. Like he did, he put no force into throwing that ball. I mean, you could say, well, why would he? Well, then he didn't want it to break. But no, 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 no. 
it's just it's all part of the whole thing is staged and it's going to a script proof of that being well before i get to that imagine this thing is being recorded by a camera this is a production you're you're watching this is wasn't just like an off-the-cuff little thing he made he made like a a thing or um on the top it says demo Cybertruck armored glass and that's on the projector and above that you got all these lasers and i mean you got this fucking professional camera shooting the whole thing you don't think they practiced it you don't think they did a little dry run just to see what would actually happen give me a fucking break so after this dude yells out shoot it Elon suddenly snaps back out of his uh, MK Ultra mind control programming and gets back to his speech. And it's like, so yeah, we threw everything at it. We threw uh, we threw wrenches. Uh, we threw I don't know what else he says. And he says we even threw the kitchen sink. But as soon as that's playing, or as soon as he says that, you'll notice in the back on the projector they're playing the images almost exactly to the second like when he says we threw wrenches at it you'll see in the background it shows a wrench hitting a glass and at the end he's like we even threw the kitchen sink at it that's when you're supposed to laugh and in the back you'll see a kitchen sink hitting a glass here's what's tripping me out I think they actually meant for that, for you to think that that was real footage. You see a, a wood block hit it and then a big ass like pipe wrench hit this thing. It's, it's such low budget CGI. So the fact when he said this and it was happening instantaneous in the back of the projector lets you know that they're going to a script. Because if you think about how they would have had to have done this, the people playing the projector already know he's going to, oh, and this is the part he talks about what we did to it. And then we'll show this video in the back. The whole, the whole thing scripted. The break was scripted. And if you can't see that, I, I don't know. So the other thing is, so they're playing this video. I think they're playing this video in the background as it's supposed to be actual footage of them throwing things against this glass. Because Elon says, we even threw the kitchen sink. And you'll see horrible, horribly rendered CGI of a sink hitting a glass. Do y'all do y'all honestly believe that this company took the time to go get a kitchen sink and throw it at this glass and film it? Wouldn't that have been so much easier than making the CGI and getting a 3D modeler to model this and, and animate this? Why don't they just turn on a camera and, sh and record them throwing the sink at it? 
Well, I think what they're trying to do is have you believe that this fakery you're seeing on a screen is reality. I honestly think that's what they think. I mean, I don't know. But as you'll begin to see, hopefully, is that this is this is classic Elon. This is what he does. He shows you something so fake and passes it off as real. And just because he's Elon Musk, people just take it as fact when it's obvious fraud on a different level looking at that that video playing in the back and showing like the wrench and showing bolts and stuff i kind of took it a, a different level and i was like i think this is symbolic symbolic of them showing you that elon is their tool and uh, showing the nuts and bolts is kind of showing us like he's he's like our little robot. Look at this little robot dance. And you know what? I watched it like a psychopath a lot. I watched it a few times because I was trying to figure out what that guy screamed in the crowd. And there was a point where I actually kind of I felt bad for Elon. Because, you know, this whole thing is me exposing on them and I'm kind of being a dick to him but to be honest with y'all I kind of feel bad for him You're like Jimmy what you feel bad for the richest person in the world yes because he's not living he's not doing what the fuck he wants he is a puppet he is a, a character that has been put out here like fucking Elmo on Sesame Street and he just does what he is told does that mean he's not smart? I don't doubt that he's smart. But is he really making all these moves and doing all this shit? Like, no, come on. You don't get to that level without dealing with the fucking mafia CIA or, you know. My girl's watching this thing yesterday and there was a quote on it. It was a thing about the uh, Chippendales. The, the beefed up uh, stripper dudes but a guy was yeah I heard a quote a guy said behind every billionaire there's a dead body and I was like yes I think that's true you gotta do some dirt to, to get up to that level you can't it's like think like some people who still like believe that Trump is this like good guy like come on you he he did some shit we all know he did some fucking dirty shit and you have to do that coming up you know I just expect that like I don't even put anything on him because of that I was like well if you want to get to that level you gotta fucking you know you gotta let some heads roll you gotta do some shit So I guess what my point there was, you know, don't just <laughs> when I talk about these people, don't I mean, yeah, they're they're pieces of shit. But at the same time, like, look, 
This guy was obviously abused coming up. His dad was a piece of shit. Who knows what he did to him? That's it's just the classic story of how you of being in the in the cult. You go through brainwashing and trauma as a child so they can have this control over you, just like a pimp does to a hoe. This is the whole thing that Dave Chappelle went on about, about his whole, you know, pimp game or whatever, how it's it's all trauma based. And through that trauma, you gain control. And I don't know, it's 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 a deep subject and you get into it and it's not the, the best like it's you're going to if you get into this, shit, it's horrible. And so this guy probably went through all this horrible shit. I honestly, I I think he did. And I don't think he has control of his life. He's he's somebody's bitch. Like, he's just the front man for the real power behind him. But when he shows up to the real power, he could be supposedly the richest man on earth, but he's going to get on his knees. Trust me. But that those the people with the real power who are really calling the shots, you don't fucking know their names. They're not public. Elon is the face of these people. And he's basically their bitch. So or he's yeah he's basically their bitch so <sighs> I don't know it's unfortunate because sometimes I <laughs> look it's like I, I I want to believe that Elon is real and that there is a fucking guy out there who's just so smart and he he did all this and he's just doing it all for humanity and he's trying to say he's like a superhero oh my god but it's like reality check. This is real life. That shit isn't real. It's dog eat dog out here. And so I look at the comments under the um, this video, and the one I saw was posted under uh, the sun, uh, of course. And I just go into the comments and everybody's just like, oh, isn't that funny how it happened? Blah, you know, like, uh, and then they're like rephrasing quotes from the video and nobody gets it. How can nobody tell that this whole thing was a fucking skit? And I'm almost wondering if just nobody, there's not anybody out there pointing this, this shit out. You know what I'm like? I'm like the mass magician. Remember that on Fox? He showed you how all the tricks are done. That was pretty cool. I think uh, it kind of helped me. It helped it like change my outlook on life. Seeing how when you see how the tricks are done, you're just like, hmm. So 
you start to realize, well, you can't trust everything you see, no matter how real it looks. You can't trust everything you see. All right, so maybe you're not really sold yet. You're like, maybe that was an accident. Maybe that was just, you know, happenstance that happened. Okay. If you if you want to take that side, I, I even had to do it myself. But then we got to move on next to his next biggest stunt. Elon Musk launches his own personal convertible that he's been driving around L.A. And puts it on top of his <laughs> on top of his Falcon Heavy rocket and launches it into outer space and it's gonna orbit around Mars in a billion year orbit. And um and if you wanna you can actually you can get on YouTube and you can you can watch the video camera live of him orbiting around his orbit on around Mars. And I guess if you go to the their website or something, you could see where he's at on his orbit around Mars. Um did any of that sound like bullshit to you? Like if I told you, hey, this super rich guy, he's got so much money and he's so smart, he just launched a a rocket into fucking He launched a rocket around Mars and he decided to put his own car on top on top of it. At the tip of the penis of the rocket. This is According to Wikipedia, this is pure fact. And this is actually what happened. And I was confused because I was like, well, how, how the fuck did he get the car out there? I thought he maybe just like, well, I wasn't even thinking about going around Mars, just getting it going to Mars. I was thinking more like, how did he just get it out of the space? Did he just chunk it? Or what? And so I, I look into it and it says it was attached to the top of the, the rocket, like the primary rocket of the Falcon Heavy. And this was the first time they used the Falcon Heavy. And apparently he went around and he asked NASA, because you got to think about this. Shouldn't he be delivering, you know, supplies to the fucking supposed ISS or, you know, laying down sensors or dropping drones off around the moon or, you know, something actually helpful. He supposedly went around and asked NASA and all these other people if they wanted to put anything in there. And they all said no for some reason. And then to, he was like, well, I have no choice. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll send my car. And uh, 
I mean, off the bat, doesn't this just sound like a publicity stunt? This is a another publicity stunt. But what's crazy is <laughs> it's being played off as if it's totally real. If you go and you look at the Tesla Roadster, because I was like, how did this, like literally how the, how the fuck did this happen? So I went to try and find photos and there's one photo of it mounted on this thing, but it looks like it's in a warehouse. That one looks like it could be real. The next one shows it inside of the, the rocket. To me, the whole background looks fake. It looks CGI. It looks to me like they got the a photo of the initial car in the warehouse, took it from that angle on that thing that like has it mounted up. I, you got to see the photo just for this to make sense. But if you see those photos, you're like, oh, well, they just took the the photo of the car from the back from that angle and then they just changed the background it's like so so it's super simple photoshop that's not hard to to fake uh, that, but that's the only photo you see there's no like photo from the the top looking down to where you could see the whole rocket or like something that would actually i don't know why not take multiple photos of how this is being done just very dodgy details so you can actually go to youtube and watch like the live launching of starman starman is the name of he put this doll of an astronaut in the convertible and he calls him starman an obvious tribute to David Bowie and so if you watch it it shows the rocket flying high in the atmosphere and I mean to me that part actually does look real is it real I don't know I don't know what it looks like in outer space <laughs> so I'm just assuming that's maybe what it looks like but when it switches to, it, it'll then switch to uh, a camera inside next to the Tesla inside. And then you hear somebody announce that the fairings have to come off and they come off and you see start, you hear the, the song and you'll hear uh, a tune being played and then the pharynx come off and you can see earth in the background here was my initial issue with that the the edit made it suspicious because when there's an edit you could basically put anything but you know maybe they have to change the camera but to me that makes it suspicious but if you watch it when the pharynx come off and you look at the earth it looks completely different than it did a few seconds ago from the rocket camera like completely different and actually there's almost nothing you you just see a big blue ball there's not like clouds there's not like a continent 
I mean, maybe it just so happened to be the perfect angle above the Pacific Ocean or something. But, like, there's nothing there. And then it'll switch to another view, the front view. And you see nothing. It's just blue. And there's, like, a little an ocean effect. But to me, that looks kind of CGI. I mean, doesn't look very convincing to me. And why did, why did it look so different than it did a few seconds ago? And then it'll switch back to uh, the rocket camera and the earth looks completely different. In like a second, the whole earth just looks, suddenly there's clouds and there's atmosphere and there's everything. But when Starman was launched, there was nothing. At that point, you can kind of realize like, well, this could probably be faked kind of easily. I mean, it wouldn't take much. It's basically the shot from the warehouse. Like if you look at how the car was in the warehouse photo, it's it's that with the like a green screen in the back. That's all you have to do to, to, to make that effect. And that's just the effect of trying to make it look like you actually launched this thing out into outer space. Then you then you start having to ask yourself like scientific questions. Like you look at the car, it's out there supposedly floating in outer space. You look at the wheels. Wouldn't those tires have exploded in outer space? Since outer space is a vacuum? What if they put in those tires? It doesn't... Here's the other thing. According to NASA, when you're out there in the straight sun, it can get like... I don't remember the exact number. But hundreds of degrees when you're in the sun. And negative hundreds of degrees when you're out of it. If you're out there floating, getting hit by 400 degrees of raw sun, wouldn't the fucking paint start to peel or, you know, like the plastic parts start to mess up or something? Wouldn't you think? Not only that, but you're out there going through layers of all kinds of crazy radiation, the, like the Van Allen belt, gamma rays and all kinds of shit that's supposedly out there. But this car still looks immaculate. And I guess if it goes into the shade, it's, it's like below so many degrees. Shouldn't... You don't see ice on them or like And they, they launched this thing without, like, any kind of testing? Like, did they put this thing in a vacuum fucking room or something? I <laughs> Do you think they really did that? Or, like, the other thing it was just, it was, it was just all on a whim. You know what, fuck it, let's just do it. <laughs> this is the first time we're going to launch the Falcon Heavy, and this is the first time we launched something up there that... <laughs> Is it going to 
orbit around Mars, but you can put whatever you want in front of it. And how they shot this thing with such perfect accuracy to hit Mars. We're talking about amazing, like insane, according to them, um, amounts of space. And they nailed it just right. And go look at how this thing is supposedly mounted to the rocket. Like it has no guidance, no way to, to like correct for mistakes if they did make a mistake. But this thing happened to get a billion year orbit just right. First try. Never tried this before, but you know what? Watch this. Hold my beer. Easy. I'm going to launch my fucking car around Mars. How are like scientists not asking questions about this? I was a space nerd. What happened to all this fucking like thousands of mini meteorites floating around space? Yet nothing's hit this. I can still tune into YouTube and, and watch him and he looks just the same. Nothing's happened to the car. Everything looks absolutely perfect. There's never anything in the background. It's just black. You never see a planet, never see a stars. You never see anything. Oh, it's the way the, and what kind of, what kind of GoPro did they put on this thing to, to make it past all this radiation and like to stream? Like that's a badass webcam that they have on there. It's fucking broadcasting from Mars. Am I the only one thinking is like, is this fucking, is this a cartoon? What the fuck is this? That thing is not real. They wouldn't do something like that. There's no fucking way. <laughs> it's just like, come on, you talk. Yeah. Really? We're just going to, we're going to launch my car. And we're going to put webcams on it so everyone can watch it. And everybody's just like, oh, man, it's it's so cool. Isn't it cool that he did that? Nobody even questions. Is like, hold on. Is that even possible? <laughs> and it's just it's just a fact now. That's what's going to it's going to be in the history books for your kids to read. Yeah. Elon Musk uh, launched his roadster. And now it's, it's gliding through space right now on the perfect orbit around Mars. And if you don't believe me, just go on YouTube and you can see the live broadcast. Really? So as I was looking for all this like stuff, uh, like looking for like pictures of it actually uh, like being put together and had like actual details on how they did this. Stupid ass fucking space.com article. Space.com is like watching ancient aliens. That's about how much truth and fact you're going to get. Maybe a 30 to 70 ratio of things that are actually real. I think that's right. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> First sentence. Elon Musk is really sending his Tesla Roadster to Mars. 
So there you go. Space.com just told you it's true. It might not seem real or out there, but yes, he is sending his roadster to Mars. So as I was reading, <clears throat> so reading more of the uh, article, test flight, this is a quote from Elon. Test flights of the new rockets usually contain mass simulators in the form of concrete or steel blocks. That seemed extremely boring. Musk wrote on the photo sharing website. Of course, anything boring is te terrible, especially companies. So we decided to send something unusual, something that made us feel so deep. The payload would be an original Tesla Roadster playing Space Oddity on a billion-year elliptic Mars orbit. Musk wrote in a post, which he titled, A Red Car for the Red Planet. Beautiful. Musk, who is also the CEO of Tesla, first announced that his Roadster was space-bound on December 1st on Twitter. The announcement was first met with some skepticism. Hmm, I wonder who, like people being like, well, how the fuck are you going to do that? <laughs> but the photos should put any doubt to rest. See, that the images show that the red convertible atop a payload adapter positioned between two towering halves of the fairing that will be mounted atop the Falcon Heavy rocket shielding the roadster during its ascent into earth orbit if successful the launch will put the car on the path to intercept the orbit of mars i like how they put in here the announcement was first met with some skepticism but the photos should put any doubt to rest the two photos one that looks horribly photoshopped I guess I can't question it because this is space.com. Ooh, sounds that sounds official. Even if it, it was NASA.com, like what? What happened to science? What happened to really asking questions about things? <laughs> I mean, I just. It's CG. That thing is CGI. He does not have his car flying on a, a billion. Really? Fucking Dr. Evil shit? A, a bajillion, gazillion year orbit. Like, that's just incomprehensible. And it's meant to be because it's ridiculous. Am I... Well, I, I don't know how they, you know, like somebody could be like, well, you calculate a, a bill. Like, no, <laughs> I can't eat like nobody can even comprehend that. But you know what? Space.com says these two photos should put any doubt to rest. I wonder who owns space.com. I wonder if Tesla's got any stock in that company. So, 
continuing down this freaking article about it. The Falcon Heavy combines three SpaceX Falcon 9 rockets, 3-9, such that it rides atop 27 Merlin engines. So these, these engines for the rocket, they decided to call them Merlin engines. What is Merlin no, known for? Being one of the most powerful magicians. So your, your, your thing taking you out into outer space is the, these 27 magic, magic engines are getting you there. Why did they choose to name it that? Why did he choose to name it that? Once again, he's letting you know, whatever you're seeing is magic. Whatever you're seeing is not real, but I'm going to get you to think it's real. This is, his, this is his, his whole thing. Let me finish up this article. When it enters service, it will be the most powerful rocket in operation, capable of lifting the equivalent of a Boeing 737 jetliner, loaded with passengers, crew, luggage, and fuel. The Falcon Heavy's two-sided side-mounted boosters and central core are designed to be reusable, flying back to Earth to land on land and sea-based platforms. The maiden launch of the Falcon Heavy with the Tesla Roadster is targeted for January from Pad 39A at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Why did Space.com have to feel the need to tell you that this thing was going to launch from Pad 39A? Oh, I'm, I'm glad to know it's at 39A. I thought they were going to launch from 29B. What? Who cares what fucking pad it came, it launched from? <laughs> so, what are you saying? Why did they put that in there? To throw the numbers in your face. 39A. And... You can just figure that out on your own. Because every time I, 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 I was thinking if I should actually do some numerology and stuff in this, but I feel like a, a, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. And trust me, I've been there. It didn't make sense to me for a long time. But there's something to it. And this one's really not that difficult. Think about it. <laughs> Why put this tiny little fact into this article? Why do they do these things? They do it to throw it in your face. They're throwing their numbers, their gang signs out to show their allegiance and who they are. It's like the fucking Zodiac killer likes to put his little code into everything and throw it in your face. This is his thing, and it's just crazy to me that this is just fact now. We have his 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 car is flying around Mars. Yeah, that's just fact. It's not 
fact. That thing, oh my god. Like, how are they broadcasting? What kind of... You just start asking very simple questions about this stuff. Why did they, why did they have to put pad 39A? Think about why would they put a useless fact like that in there? Why are his rockets named after a powerful magician? Why does the article specify that it it combines three SpaceX Falcon 9 rockets? Well, uh, well, that's just what they they use. Like, they that's just what they use. Jimmy, come on. Uh, my God. So, go back and watch uh, watch Starman being launched. And you tell me, does that look like what you think Earth would look like from outer space? And when you go to the wiki of the Tesla Roadster and you see there's a picture of a 3D animation of the Tesla mounted on top of the rocket. And just imagine that thing flying through unknown space for a billion years with the perfect paint job, even though it's in outer space, the most vacuum and radiation and meteorites and all kinds of come on I'll give it to him maybe he can make rockets go to the upper limits of the atmosphere I mean they've been doing that for fucking ever but to actually get something all the way out to Mars why didn't they put like why didn't they put a <laughs> so they have two cameras pointing at the car why didn't they put another camera in front to show you what's happening in in front you know as it starts to make its way towards mars wouldn't it be very good scientific evidence to study why not put a another camera under it so you can show what's underneath? Why why not have these angles that would actually help science and do something for humanity? <laughs> Instead of this these two stupid angles that are like the same angles you could be taking in that warehouse photo that you took. Once again, this guy has made the whole world believe in something not even real but guess what he's just he's just getting started i encourage you to go ahead and take a look at this for yourself go to google right quick and just put in starman tesla you'll probably see these images of um this is the most famous one from the front of the tesla and earth in the back and 
earth looks so beautiful. It looks amazing. It looks just how you would think. Or at least just the way you've been programmed to think that it looks like. It looks just like that. It looks beautiful. You're just like, oh man, that actually, that looks that looks really real. But how come if you want to prove it to yourself, go and look at the live Starman launch. And when they launch him, when the fairings come off and it shows the earth behind Starman, how come it looks completely different from there compared to the photos, which there's also like a four hour video that shows the earth the way it is, but it looks nothing like it did in the live, supposedly live launch video. It looks totally different. And you can go through that, that four hour video and <laughs> you start to ask yourself other things. Like, where's the moon in this whole thing? The first thing I thought of, I was like, what kind of weird rotation is this thing on? If you imagine the boot, the rocket with the car in front, you would think it'd be spinning like a football kind of away from earth, but apparently it's doing like flips out there. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a rocket scientist. That's just what I imagined. But yeah, no moon. You occasionally see, I guess it's the sun, but it looks just like a super bright stage light. Maybe that's what it would look like though. But how come while it's floating out there, yeah, no moon, no other planet, and maybe they're too far, you can't see them. Okay, I give it that much. What about all these uh, satellites flying around the Earth? How come there's not any of that seen anywhere? The ISS. There's absolutely nothing. Just a big black screen, which is what I think it is, and uh, Earth and a light rotating around this Tesla. And if you see the uh, warehouse storage image, it becomes super easy to figure out how you could have faked it. I mean, it, here's the other thing. We're at a level now to, to where you, you can't believe it just cause it looks kind of real doesn't mean it is. And the, the type of effects and, you know, CGI needed to do that, to fake that whole entire video is really not that advanced. It wouldn't be that hard to do that. When you think about like the rendering capabilities of like graphic 3D graphics now, like to, to, to fake that is nothing. And we're talking about a ginormous company with a lot of money. Basically NASA 2.0. That's all it really is. NASA kind of faded away and now SpaceX is doing everything for them. Of course they all, they all, they take their governmental thing and move it to the private sector. That's a private company. Now you can't do FOIAs into you see like now I can't do a FOIA 
a Freedom of Information Act request like I would have for NASA to be like, okay, well, like, let me see the designs or whatever. You can't do that because it's a private company. It's their own thing. So he doesn't even have to show proof of how this thing actually came together. Oh, but guess what? You can download a, a little 3D like thing so you can make your own paper model out of it. It's like a scale model that you can build yourself. Okay. I mean, <laughs> what? Th that's not proof of anything. I remember when I tried to look up how much, how many satellites are in space. One of the first answers that Google gave me was 6,666. <laughs> no joke. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be the same for you because, you know, Google personalizes your search results. But I saw multiple things. That's the <laughs> one of the first ones. There was 2,000 and then there was like thousands. And then I went to an, another website where you can actually see like a 3D model of all the They'll put dots for every satellite that's supposedly around the Earth. Um, going, well, I wish I could tell you how I found it, but it wasn't that hard, and it was like an official site. Going in there, so you click on, and it just looks like it shows you this 3D model of all the satellites, and it looks like the Earth is swarmed by satellites like swarmed they're everywhere but funny enough not a single one appeared in the uh, Starman video not a single one not nothing out there so so what's real the that there's thousands of satellites out there or that star this Starman is out in outer space and that's just the way it looks and there's actually nothing out there maybe they they don't actually have all those satellites up there either way you look at it something's up and we're being lied to okay and after you get lied to so many times you just start to <laughs> you start to take on this view almost like not that everything's fake, but it's just like, you know what, if I haven't, if I haven't seen it myself, I haven't been there myself, I can't take it as 100%. This was the whole idea of my podcast. And that's why I'm trying to challenge people to at least think about things in a different way. Am I telling you to believe this? Fuck no, don't believe Believe nobody, trust nobody. But I just want people to take a different view. As I was looking up Elon Musk, Musk's Roadster, I found some, a uh, couple little quotes out of here kind of, I thought were interesting. Advertising analysts noted Musk's sense of brand management and use of new media for his decision to launch a Tesla into space. Musk, expl Musk explained he wanted to inspire the public. The quote, possibility of something new happening in space. As part of his larger vision 
for spreading humanity to other planets. So the advertising people took note. They're like, oh man, this guy is good at marketing. And they're right. And this is what I th I think that's all this stunt was. Just like the first one, a big marketing stunt. In March 2017, SpaceX's founder, Elon Musk, said that the that because the launch of the new Falcon Heavy vehicle is risky, it would carry the, quote, silliest thing we can imagine. I mean, he's, he's kind of being he's kind of being honest with you right there. Here's some more facts for you. The upper stage supporting the car was initially placed in an Earth parking orbit. It spent six hours coasting through the Van Allen radiation belts. Hmm. Hardcore radiation and it did nothing to it. Not even the, the suit, the, the leather seats, just nothing. Okay. Thereby demonstrating a new capability requested by the United States Air Force for direct insertion of heavy intelligence satellites into geostationary orbit. It did exactly what the Air Force wanted. Hmm, I wonder if this thing could have military roots. I mean, it's the perfect cover. Yeah, get... Instead of you use instead of you seeing that the Air Force is launching all these satellites and stuff. Oh, um, this uh, company that's owned by this rich billionaire genius, he's just doing it, and we're just using his stuff to uh, do it all. So here's my favorite part out of this thing: even if the rocket had targeted an actual Mars transfer orbit, the car could not have been placed into orbit around Mars because the upper stage that carries it is not equipped with the necessary propellant maneuvering and communication capabilities. So it's not actually going to Mars. Sorry to inform everybody, but um, yeah, they actually can't do it. <laughs> and it's, it tells you right here, but you know, space.com told me it, it's going to fucking Mars. So, uh, obviously, they they can't keep up these lies. They have to tell the truth at some point. Under cultural impact, some news reports observed a similarity between the real pictures of the car orbiting the Earth and the title sequence of 1981 animation film, Heavy Metal, where a space traveler lands on Earth in a two-seater Chevrolet Corvette convertible. Yeah, it looks just freaking like it. And if you've never seen the movie, go back and check it out because it's a pretty good movie. But look at that and then look at the Starman. It's pretty obvious the how similar it is. Was that done on purpose? I don't know, maybe. But I do think there's an interesting kind of correlation in there. Well... Part of the movie Heavy Metal has to do with uh, this object that falls to Earth that possesses a 
powerful entity or spirit and it ends up possessing people and getting them to do things. Hmm, interesting. So the guy who wrote that, the initial part, because the movie split up into different parts kind of, but the guy who wrote that, the uh, opening, which looks like the uh, Starman scene, he he's also the guy who did um, Alien, which I broken down also in another podcast and also um and he also helped write total recall which is about what people having false memories of going to mars and i think that's elon's ultimate goal his goal is to take people to Mars, but I don't think <laughs> you're actually going to go to Mars because he also wants to put this Neuralink AI chip in your brain. And once you do that, what's just, they can almost just, once you enter true like AR where it's going straight into your brain, they can put anything they want in there. And by the time he's supposedly going to be able to get you there, I think he's going to be like, okay, you want to go to Mars, pay whatever. And also we got to implant this thing in you so you can communicate with the ship Implant that thing in you. And you're not, (laughs) you're not even going to Mars. It might not even be possible to go to Mars, but you're going to live out this fake life thinking you're on Mars. But you're just in the matrix. The whole thing is you in the matrix. He, his ultimate goal, I think, is to put everybody into the matrix. And he's helping build it piece by piece. Pretty obvious, I think. But that's the uh, heavy metal kind of crossover that I put together. Maybe I'm reaching for straws. Who knows? Under the section marketing, Musk was lauded as a visionary marketer and brand manager by controlling both the timing and the content of his corporate public relations. After the launch, Scientific American said using a car was not entirely pointless in the sense that something of that size and weight was necessary for a meaningful test. So Scientific American agrees, hey, yeah, that's pretty cool. Thematically, it was a perfect fit to use the Tesla car, and there was no reason not to take the opportunity to remind the auto industry that Musk was challenging the status quo in that arena, as well as in space. And Advertising Age magazine agreed with Business Insider that Roadster Space Launch was the greatest ever car commercial without a dime spent on advertising. Demonstrating that Musk is miles ahead of the rest in reaching young consumers. Where mere mortals scrabble about spending millions to fight each other over seconds of airtime. Musk Musk just executes his vision. 
Alex Hearn, a technology reporter for The Guardian, said that the choice to launch a car was a hybrid of gene, genuine breakthrough and nerd-baiting publicity stunt. Without any real point beyond generating good press picks. Which, not, which should not detract from the much more important technological milestone represented by the launch of the rocket itself. Lori Garver, a former NASA deputy director, initially said that the choice of a payload for the Falcon Heavy maiden flight is a gimmick and a lost opportunity to further advance science. That's what I was saying. But later she clarified, I was told by a SpaceX VP at the launch that they offered free launches to NASA, Air Force, etc., but got no takers. Really. NASA didn't want to resupply, I don't know, the supposed ISS launch satellite or two, like nothing. Really? We don't go to space every day, but no, don't send anything. Just, just send your car. That'll be cooler. Finally, under orbit tracking, the car and upper stage were passivated by intentionally removing remaining chemical and electrical energy, at which point they cease transmitting telemetry. Oh, now we can't track it anymore. Based on optical observations made using a robotic telescope in Australia and refinement of the orbit, a close re-encounter with Earth, originally predicted for 2073, is not possible. So, who knows where it went? It's gone. And, um... Yeah, you just got to believe. You just got to believe that it's traveling around Mars. Even though there's... <laughs> you can't track it anymore because no more telemetry. They didn't think to put something like that on there, I guess. And uh, you just got to believe them. Take their word for it. The last sentence on this thing. The car was observed by the Deimos. Interesting. Sky survey at a distance of... 720,000 kilometers, 72, huh? With the flashing effect suggesting spinning. Also, Musk has stated that SpaceX may one day launch a small spacecraft or starship to catch up with the Roadster and take photographs or even return it to Earth for studying solar erosion on it. Yeah, fucking right. Okay, so my final point about this Falcon Heavy launch and uh, Tesla car into space launch is my absolute favorite quote to come from Elon's mouth. Probably the only time he was actually telling the truth. So... After the Falcon Heavy launch, he launches his car into space, whatever. He comes back and uh, he holds a press conference where they ask him questions about the launch. And um, this is another thing when I'm when I'm listening to him and he's supposed to be this badass engineer, but he can barely answer the questions with like minimal detail, like details that obviously like a CEO would know, but an engineer, I feel like, would be able to give more detail. But that's not really the point here. The point 
is in the middle of this press conference. Some somebody asked him. They finally ask about the launching his car, and this is the first thing he has to say about it. This is Elon's quote about launching his car. Quote. Well, I think it looks so ridiculous and impossible. Um, and you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. Honestly, we'd have way better CGI if it was fake. And then that's his quote. And then he goes on to talk about how yeah, they didn't. Prepare the car. Do they didn't do any testing for any of this, and the picture that that you'll see is not the same one from the launch. It's the one with the Earth in the background looking beautiful, but when you watch the live launch, it just looks like a blue, a blue mass, not a single cloud, nothing. So let's go over that quote again, right quick. So well. I think it looks so ridiculous and impossible because it is, and he's telling you straight up to your face. <laughs> well, I, well, I think it looks so ridiculous and impossible. And then this this next line just top just tops it off. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake. What kind of weird logic is this? That's how you know something's real, people. If it looks really fake, if it looks fake as shit, that's because it's real. So all these shitty horror movies with shitty C CGI monsters are those are actually real because they look so fake. Like what? This is him telling you straight to everybody's face. Yeah, that was fake. <laughs> You can tell it's real because it looks so fake. And then his next line, honestly, we'd have way better CGI if it was fake. So he's letting you know, honestly, people, he's being honest with you this time. That if it was fake, first of all, he's automatically defending it when nobody like even accused him yet of it being fake. But the first thing he has to say about it is like, look, it looks fake, but it's definitely real. And you know it's not fake because it looks so fake. What? Honestly, we'd have way better CGI if it was fake. And see how he's trying to save himself there? Because that's what I'm saying. The CGI is not that good. <laughs> And you can tell it's CGI. And he's admitting right here that it's CGI. But you know what? People want to keep on believing that um, all that's real. Even though he just told you right now. He told you it looks so fake. So, I mean, we both agree on that. And that it's ridiculous and, in and impossible. So I totally agree with him on that statement. The question is, does everybody else? Because if you go, and like I said, this is going to be recorded in history as fact. It's not. <laughs> and this is what I call black magic marketing. 
this whole thing is a uh, is like the NASA person said, it's a gimmick. It's a marketing stunt. That's all it was. But this dude is connected to a point to actually have the world actually repeat this lie. And just like the lady getting sawed in half, he got everybody to believe a lie. And now guess what? Now NASA's working with him because he did it. And he's just so smart. He's the best. So just think about that when you watch it and uh, think about that quote and the, you know, the one time he was actually being honest with you. I just, <laughs> I, I got nothing else to say about it. But anyway, so this thing, this pod, it's getting a little long in the tooth. So I'm gonna cut it off here and I still got a, quite a few more things to uh, expose about Elon. I'll, um, in the next part, I'm going to go into, I'm going to turn this into a three-part thing, like the, all the cool movies back in the day. It's a trilogy. Uh, I got one more to go and, uh, finishing up on more of his fraud launches and some of the details about his background that I haven't touched on yet. That'll be on the next one. So until then, if any of you guys out there want to hit me up, once again, that's WTF Do I Know Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Hit me up, agree, disagree, agree to disagree. You want to show me the proof that Elon is the hero of the world? All right, let me see it. I'm open minded. I'm definitely, I'm not closed minded. I'll at least say that. Maybe a little too open-minded, some people might say. Maybe not. So, yeah, hit me up on there, and uh, I guess I'll uh, I'll be talking to y'all next time. Only thing I got to say is uh, don't believe everything you read, and don't believe everything you see, especially if it's on the screen. Especially, especially if that screen is called YouTube.com. Peace, y'all.